A new day has come to the city of Rockford, Illinois. At the grand piano in the dining area, Sebastian and Daphne walk over to a table. Sebastian pulls Daphne's chair out for her as the two take a seat. A waiter then places menus in front of them and then walks off. Oh, I haven't been here in so long. Oh, I have missed their stuffed French toast. It's just... Still does it for you. <laughs> exactly. So where is your husband? Don't worry. He'll be here any minute now. He just had to run a quick errand. But I guess that means we now get the chance to talk. Which is good, because I have a lot to say. At the Sunset Shore Hotel in Nerissa Suite, Nerissa enters the main part of the suite having come from the bathroom. As she puts on a pair of diamond earrings. Hey, you! Hasha, I miss you so damn much. Nerissa, I... Before Franklin can say another word, Nerissa kisses him passionately. Mm, will you just stop for a minute? Why? You're my husband. I love you. Please, don't tell me that Daphne kisses better than I do. And it break my heart, darling. This is a visit to take care of business. Nerissa, I don't know what the hell was going through your mind when you jumped on a plane yesterday. But... I'm here to tell you that you need to go home. For General Hospital in an examination room, Lewis is pacing around the room, trying to gather his thoughts. Perhaps coming for this checkup was a bad idea. After all, good news is something really given in a place such as this. As Lewis looks over at the clock, he suddenly becomes very deep in his thoughts. Lewis has just flashed back to sitting next to his wife, Callista, in the Jacobs family home. Callista is lying on the bed in a nightgown. She is covered up by a large quilt, and Lewis is holding her hands in his hands. Can Beth be asleep? Life is but a dream, and scenes of bliss pass as a phantom by. The transient pleasures as a vision seeming. Yet we think the greatest pain is to die. How strange it is that man on earth should roam and lead a life of woe, but not forsake his rugged path. Nor dare he view alone his future doom, which is but to awake. Lewis stands, kisses Callista on the forehead, and then turns off the lamp that is on the nightstand. Whatever the news is about my health, I don't think I can hear it in this place. Not in the same place my dear Callista heard her news. Oh, it's, uh, Dr. Forster! 
Mr. Jacobs, where are you going? Is everything all right? Still at Rockford General Hospital on the fifth floor, Marcia and Jacqueline are standing over at the nurse's station, looking over a patient's chart. See what I mean, Marcia? This doesn't make any sense. No, I get it. You're right. I'll be sure to meet with Dr. Foster in order to discuss the patient's condition a little bit more. Until then, will you please file this chart? I have to go make sure the supplies are restocked in the ER. Marcia walks off just as Jacqueline begins to file the chart. Meanwhile, across from the nurse's station, the elevator doors open and Derek steps off of the elevator. He then makes his way to the desk just as Jacqueline drops the patient's chart. As she bends down to pick it up, Derek looks around. Uh, hello? Can anybody help me? Derek? Oh my god. Jacqueline. Hi. Uh, hi? I, uh... What the hell are you doing here? Back at the grand piano in the dining area. So how long do we have to wait before we bring our waiter back over here? I'm starving. I'm sure Frank will be here any minute now. I just can't imagine what's keeping him. I think we both know. Pardon? Maybe he's up to something shady. Not funny. Sorry. And why do you always do that? Do what? Make jokes at the wrong time? I didn't realize this was the wrong time to make a joke. And here I thought I was just participating in casual conversation. Daphne, what's up with you? Nothing. Nothing is up with me. Maybe this was a bad idea. I don't think so. I'm genuinely excited to get to know your new husband more. Oh, is that so? Sebastian, it was so awkward when you came over to the house last night. I know, and I shouldn't have, but I was already in the neighborhood. You know how much I love that organic market by your house. Find a new market. Look, I know we're still friends. Well, sort of. And I know we still spent time with our daughters before I left town. But I have to move on. I'm married again, and I take that very seriously. Can you take it seriously? Sure. And we both know that that was my cell phone. And we both know what that sound means. <sighs> I have to get back to the station. Give the new man my best. I will. Sebastian collects his things and then stands from the table. He then goes to Daphne and politely kisses her on the cheek. As he walks off, Daphne retrieves her cell phone from her handbag. She then begins to text Franklin. Hey honey, it's me. Look, um, I was sorry to hear that you couldn't make it to breakfast with Sebastian and myself. But I hope to see you soon. Love you. Daphne then proofreads the text and when she's happy with what she has typed up, she sends it to Franklin. She then shuts her phone off and places it back in her handbag and takes a sip of her coffee. I wonder what's keeping my husband. Back at Rockford General Hospital on the fifth floor. I've come back to close a business deal. Nothing more. Nothing more? Uh, what are you doing here, exactly? 
I came to take my mother out to lunch. Is she around? She had to go down to the ER. I see. She has always been so dedicated to her job. Don't do that. Don't you dare stand in front of me <laughs> all this time and make small talk. Jackie. Don't call me that. Please don't call me that. I hope your mother's dinner party went well last night. I take it that means you stayed with your parents last night? I did. And that's how I met our son. He's not your son, Derek. He's my son. I raised him. I've loved him since the day I brought him into this world. I've been there for him. Especially in the nights when he used to cry himself to sleep because he couldn't understand why he was the only kid in his kindergarten class that didn't have a father. I'm sorry. The hell you are. Before Derek can say another word, Marcia steps off of the elevator and notices the two interacting. She rushes over to them. Is everything okay here? You two? Sure. Jacqueline? It's fine. I can keep my cool. I restock the supplies in the ER. Very good. Please excuse me, I have patients to see. Jacqueline walks off. What are you doing here? I wanted to take you out to lunch. That's very sweet of you. But prior to today, you had not seen Jacqueline in 13 years. I think it's best if you don't come around this hospital again. Okay. Back at Rockford General Hospital, Dr. Mackenzie Foster and Lewis walk back over to the examination bed. Lewis then takes a seat on the bed. Sorry to have worried you, Doctor. I, I just... I just didn't feel like being here anymore. <laughs> I understand. But I'm glad you decided to stay. Lewis, can I get you anything? Water, perhaps? I'll, I'll be just fine. Are you sure? Yes. Anyway, let's stop dancing around the topic of conversation that we need to so desperately get to. What's been going on with me these past few weeks, Dr. Foster? Very well, then. Louis, I want you to know that I've studied your case for a while now, and I've run all the tests that I can think of. But all of those tests that I ran have produced the same conclusion. What's happening to me, Doc? <sighs> I'm so sorry. You have the same inoperable brain tumor that your wife had. The one that killed her? Yes. Oh, dear God. At the Rockford Police Station, Sebastian is sitting behind his desk looking through general internet search results. Oh, Franklin Tanner. There's practically not a single thing out there about your life. Afternoon, Detective. Hey, Chief. What are you working on? Pardon? You just seemed rather hard at work when I was walking over here. Oh, it's, um, it's nothing. Sebastian, we've been friends for over 30 years. I know you better than that. Don't lie to me, man. I had breakfast with Daphne this morning, and, well, her new husband was supposed to meet us. But she told me that he had to run some errand beforehand. Okay, and? We waited for half an hour, and I still don't think he ever showed. Oh. Oh is right. I just find something off about this guy, Mitch. <laughs> Slow down. The guy was busy with an errand. You just want to find any reason already to look into him. All because you... I care about Daphne. I just want to make sure she's protected. I'm sure she is. 
and word to the wise, I wouldn't pursue this. Is that so? You and Dev have always kept your friendship going. Don't ruin it. I... Sebastian, I'm serious. Mitchell walks off. As Sebastian watches Mitchell walk into his office, he suddenly opens his laptop again. Sorry, Mitchie. I can't give up on this. At the Jacob's home in the living room, Daphne enters the room having come from the kitchen. Franklin, meanwhile, enters the home. Sweetheart, uh, I'm so happy to see you. Hey, you. Sorry that I couldn't make it this morning. It's okay. I just am curious as to where you were. I had an errand to run. I know, that's what you told me, but honey, you're new in town. What exactly did you have to do this morning that was so urgent? Well, I... Oh, I better get that. Hi, can I help you? Yes, I was wondering if this was the home of Franklin Tanner. Uh, he does live here. Honey, can you come here for a moment? A curious Franklin goes to the door. This woman was wondering if you live here. Hi, Frank. Okay. What's going on here? Do you two know one another? Yes. Franklin, who is this? Oh, dear. Where are my manners? I'm a good friend of your husband's. That's great. Frank, I wasn't aware you knew someone here in Rockford. Oh, no, I'm not from here. I'm from upstate. But when I heard that Franklin and his beautiful wife moved here to Rockford, well, I just had to come and meet the woman who stole Frankie's heart. Wow. I just can't wait to hear all about your friendship. Does that mean I get to come in? Nerissa. What? Now is not a good time. My wife and I were just in the middle of something. I'm so sorry. I should have called. It's okay. Maybe we can do this another time? Took me a few hours to get down here from Chicago. You came from Chicago? What we were talking about can wait. I now insist that Nerissa come in, and I'm not taking no for an answer. <laughs> Very well, then. I'm so excited to hear all about your love story. Nerissa smiles over at Franklin, who is growing increasingly nervous from the situation unfolding right in front of him. This has been an all-new episode of Heritage, created by Galen Roberts and KCS Hutchison, written by KCS Hutchison and Galen Roberts, executive producers KCS Hutchison and Galen Roberts, narrated by KCS Hutchison, sound effects and music provided by Soundstripe and Fesslian Studios. This episode starred Karen Knebel as Daphne Jacobs Tanner, Ron Schnitker as Lewis Jacobs, Matthew Preston as Sebastian Dufresne, Brett Lawrence as Franklin Tanner, Ashley Stewart as Jacqueline Dufresne, Benjamin Bryant as Derek Livingston, Diana Collins as Marsha Livingston, Van Griffin as Mitchell Livingston, with Christina Sullivan as Nerissa Lascaris Tanner, and Candace Mack as Mackenzie Foster. Heritage is recorded remotely via Zoom video communications. Join us again for an all-new episode of Heritage on your favorite podcast streaming platform.